Welcome to Current Radio's Sports Station. Please enjoy today's selection of sports news. Helena, it seems like there's a lot of chatter around Tampa Bay Rays' starting pitcher Tyler Glasnow and a potential move to the Cincinnati Reds. Indeed, Stephen. ESPN's Jeff Passan even suggested that this would be a perfect transaction for the Reds. Glasnow had a pretty solid run last season, didn't he? Absolutely, Helena. With a record of 10-7 and an ERA of 3.53, not to mention 162 strikeouts in 120 innings, he's proven to be quite the asset. And the Reds aren't strangers to Glasnow. They've faced him several times when he pitched for the Pittsburgh Pirates. But it's been a while since they've seen him, especially since he became a full-time starter with Tampa Bay. Right, and there's a lot to consider here. For starters, Glasnow is due to earn a base salary of $25 million in 2024 and can become a free agent at the end of the season. He also signed a two-year contract extension in 2022 worth more than $30 million. That's a hefty sum, but given his performance, it could be considered a bargain. But here's the interesting part. There's speculation that Glasnow is on the trading block. The Rays could be looking to trim their payroll. That's true, but there's also the matter of his Tommy John surgery in August 2021. He made just two starts in 2022 as he recovered. Yes, that's a factor. But let's not forget, Glasnow was primarily used in relief by the Pirates. The Rays have used him exclusively as a starter, and he's shown he can handle it. True, but there's also that incident in 2017 when he walked four consecutive batters against the Reds. That was a rough start. Yes, but he did beat the Reds later that year, and in 15 innings in relief against the Reds over nine appearances, he's allowed just two earned runs and no home runs. He's had his moments. He has indeed. And let's not forget his postseason performance. He's had a couple of strong outings, although his home run rate in the playoffs is a tad concerning. True. But all things considered, it seems like Glasnow could be a valuable addition to the Reds. It'll be interesting to see how this plays out. From the baseball diamond, let's now bounce over to the world of college basketball. There's a team making waves with a winning streak that's breaking records. Stay tuned as we delve into the latest exploits of UConn's basketball team. Well, Helena, UConn's basketball team is on a roll, aren't they? They've just cruised to an 84-64 win over New Hampshire, setting a new NCAA record in the process. Absolutely, Stephen. They've now won 24 straight non-conference games by double digits, a record that surpasses the 2008-09 North Carolina team. This streak dates back to the start of last season, including all of UConn's NCAA tournament games. Coach Dan Hurley seems quite proud of this achievement, doesn't he? Indeed, he spoke about the respect they have for their opponents and the level of preparation that goes into every game. He also mentioned the team's formula of rebounding, defense, and sharing the ball on offense. And let's not forget Donovan Klingon's performance. He scored a career-high 29 points in this game. Absolutely. Klingon was on fire, connecting on his first 10 attempts from the field. He was well supported by Cam Spencer and Tristan Newton, who both scored 17 points. But the road ahead isn't easy, is it? They've got some tough games coming up. Yes, they're facing number 5 Kansas in the Big East Big 12 battle, followed by games against number 17 North Carolina and number 11 Gonzaga in December. It's going to be a real test for them. 
Well, if their current form is anything to go by, they're up for the challenge. As Klingon said, these games are going to show what the team's about and who they really are. From the college courts to the grand stage of the NBA, we now turn our attention to a man who's no stranger to setting records. However, this time, the celebration is a bit subdued. Let's dive into what's been happening with the Los Angeles Lakers and one of their star players. In the world of basketball, LeBron James has just surpassed Kareem Abdul-Jabbar as the league's all-time leader in minutes played. He's now clocked in at 66,319 minutes, which is quite a feat. Absolutely, Stephen. But it wasn't exactly a victorious moment for him, was it? The record-breaking game was actually the most lopsided loss of his career, a 138-94 defeat to the Philadelphia 76ers. Indeed, Helena. The Lakers were outscored by 30 points during the 30 minutes that James was in the game. When asked about the minutes record, James' response was quite telling. That doesn't mean much to me, he said. It's clear that the loss overshadowed the personal record for him. And it was a significant loss. The 44-point deficit is the largest of James's career and tied for the fifth largest in Lakers history. It's a bitter pill to swallow for a team that's now 3-6 on the road and 10-8 overall. Absolutely. It's clear that something needs to change for the Lakers. When asked about this, James simply said, a lot. And it seems the team agrees. Lakers' Anthony Davis pointed out a lack of unity and a tendency for players to try and be the hero when they're trailing in a game. It's a mindset that didn't pay off against the 76ers. No, it didn't. The 76ers made a season-best 22 three-pointers, while the Lakers managed just 7 out of 25 attempts from deep. Lakers' Austin Reeves summed it up rather colorfully, saying, I mean, they made a lot of threes. We didn't, and they beat the s out of us. Well, that's one way to put it. But despite the heavy defeat, the Lakers are determined to learn from this. Davis suggested the team needs to embrace it, own it, and not take criticism personally. That's a mature approach. But it's clear that the Lakers have a lot of work ahead if they want to get back to their championship-winning form. Lakers coach Darvin Ham emphasized that their competitive spirit has to be at a high level. Absolutely, Stephen. And as for LeBron James, he made it clear that he didn't enjoy the defeat, but he's a fighter, and we can expect him to bounce back from this. Now, while the Lakers may be struggling on the court, another team is making headlines for a very different reason. Over in the world of football, a dramatic last-minute victory has fans cheering and critics rethinking their predictions. Let's switch gears and dive into this exciting development. So, Stephen, it seems like the winds of fortune finally blew in favor of the Chicago Bears this time around, didn't they? Indeed, Helena. They managed to pull off a victory against the Minnesota Vikings thanks to Cairo Santos' 30-yard field goal in the final seconds. But let's not forget about the Bears' defense, which intercepted Joshua Dobbs four times. Quite a game, wasn't it? Absolutely. And this win ends a 12-game NFC North losing streak for the Bears, including six straight losses to the Vikings. Quite a turnaround, wouldn't you say? Definitely. But it wasn't all smooth sailing for the Bears. Justin Fields lost two fumbles in the fourth quarter, but he managed to pull through with a third and 10 completion to DJ Moore, setting up Santos' winning kick. That's resilience right there. And let's not forget about the Vikings. They were without star wide receiver Justin Jefferson due to a hamstring injury, 
and their offense struggled significantly. Dobbs did manage to throw a go-ahead score to TJ Hawkinson, but they couldn't keep up the momentum. Yes, and Dobbs' performance was particularly disappointing, with him acknowledging his decision-making and ball-handling needs improvement. But let's also give credit where it's due. The Bears' defense was on fire. Jalon Johnson, Jaquan Brisker, TJ Edwards, and Kyler Gordon all had interceptions. Absolutely. And speaking of Gordon, his diving interception with a 9-3 lead was a game-changer. But the Bears came dangerously close to another late collapse after Danielle Hunter's sack on fields resulted in a fumble. It was a nail-biting finish, to say the least. Indeed, but the Bears managed to hold on and pull off a rare feat, becoming just the third team in the NFL in the last 20 years to win without a touchdown, multiple turnovers, and over 50 penalty yards. That's something, isn't it? It certainly is. But let's talk about Fields. The Bears are giving him a close look as they decide whether he's their quarterback of the future. He had a solid performance, going 12 for 12 for 100 yards in the first quarter and finishing 27 for 37 for 217 yards. Yes, and Fields' performance against the Vikings' aggressive defense was impressive. He managed to find tight end Cole Kmet for a 22-yard gain on 4th and 10, setting up the first field goal by Santos. It's going to be interesting to see how he develops. Certainly. And looking ahead, the Bears will be hosting Detroit on December 10th after their Week 13 bye, while the Vikings will be visiting Las Vegas on the same day after their bye week. It's going to be an interesting couple of weeks in the NFL, that's for sure. 